This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Coming up about 20 minutes, we'll have lightning bets, our plays for tonight. I think today's the day we start looking forward to the weekend. Maybe put some plays in for these games. I mean, Joe, you mentioned the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs first half, minus seven. That's that's in my queue here on FanDuel. I might put that in before we get to lightning. <laughs> We're going to talk to our guy Ari Temkin in a few minutes from the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, he does shows right here on the BetQL network. Uh, BetQLU in the action and uh, 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas. Ari is ready to go and Ari, uh, you and I just spoke last week in Philadelphia. We were getting ready for a, a meaningless Week 18 game between the Cowboys and the Eagles. It wasn't meaningless for Dallas, though. Ari, what's what's your thought on this Cowboys team, uh, what they did last week? Was that kind of game necessary for them? Did they build some momentum? What would you make of that? Because they played their guys, and, and Dak Prescott threw five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, obviously you put up 50 points, and, you know, you got to feel good about yourself. Um, Cowboys did that twice this year and twice in the last three weeks and hadn't done it you know, 40 years. Um, so it's, it's remarkable for them to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you also have to take it with a grain of salt because the Eagles were basically resting everybody. Um, so it wasn't as if they went, you know, it's the full strength Eagles team. The, the thing I'll say as, you know, when the day started, it looked like the Cowboys were most likely to be the four seed playing the Cardinals. And obviously, as you mentioned, that didn't end up coming to fruition. You know, it, it seems like Dak Prescott is starting to put some confidence back together now um i think he really lacked confidence which is a weird thing to say because this is a guy that was you know seven weeks into the season leading candidate to be the mvp in the national football league and he he just fell off a cliff and you know i know there was a narrative that's been painted about his injury and and he's coming back um after the minnesota game where he didn't play and, and has not played well since then and look anybody First off, just noticing him play, he didn't look like anything was physically limiting him. Then anybody talked to inside the, the Cowboys organization sort of verified that. It's nothing physical with him. I just think he was lacking confidence, and it just really you know, fell down a well for him. And he has been able to gain it back. But he does have 12, 12 touchdowns and zero picks in his last three games. He's put up some gaudy numbers. Now, again, you can look at this. We can look at this and say, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, two bad teams and then, you know, some decent stats against the Cardinals, but nothing like what he put up against the Eagles and the football team. But I think it doesn't matter what we think about his confidence. If he's actually building his confidence back and doing it, you know, a second, second tier Eagles team and a football team, that's not very good. Then it, you know, it doesn't exactly matter. He's, it's just about that internal confidence that he's starting to build. And 
Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go on a little run here that maybe some people would be surprised about because of the way that he's played in the second half of the season. Ari, what about in the defensive end? Uh, terrific turnaround from what we saw a season ago. Uh, impactful rookies. But I'm always a little concerned when I see, uh, okay, defense this year, the reason the big turnaround, the turnovers. Because you're always wondering back your mind, is that going to continue? Uh, what are your thoughts overall on uh, the defense, wh- how they turned things around this past season, and what we can expect moving forward? Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. It's kind of one that we've looked at all year because the Cowboys have just been really, really good um, defensively and especially creating turnovers. Is it sustainable? Because as we know, turnovers can be you know, a stat of luck, uh, especially year over year. Um, though I do think, and maybe this is kind of the trap we all fall into when it comes to this sort of stat, uh, that it is sustainable because of the way that they're able to apply pressure from their defensive line. And, you know, it, it, it starts there. Demarcus Lawrence who missed some significant time this year with an injury but has come back and has been as high level of a player as he was before the injury. And then you mix that in with Micah Parsons and what he's done, especially you know, as a blitzer at times when Dan Quinn has used him in that capacity. Um, and then Randy Gregory rushing the other edge. They've just they put a lot of pressure on opposing offenses. And, and because of that, it's caused you know, the quarterback into, into some tough spots. And then the other thing is Trayvon Diggs, who you know, it's well documented. He gives him a ton of yardage. You know, he's not a, a lockdown corner. But he also has 11 interceptions, which is more interceptions than any other player in the NFL in 40 years. So, you know, it, it, I, there's a lot of arguments back and forth on how good is Diggs because it gives up all the yardage. Teams test him, and they know that he, you know, that, that receivers can get separation on him. And he is a guy that does shadow the team's opposing wide, best wide receivers. So, you know, we kind of wondered early in the year when he was gobbling up these interceptions, would teams start to you know, avoid him altogether? And they have it because, again, he's going to be guarding the team's number one wide receiver. So you're not going to go away from your number one receiver, even if there is a, you know, a perceived great corner on him. So there's sort of a risk reward with going after Trayvon Diggs because, you know, he shows you that you can go after him and, and hit some big plays on him. But if you miss and those windows are small, he's going to pick the ball. I mean, he's got incredible ball skills. And that's the thing you, you notice about him right away is the way that he's able to track the ball in the air. A lot of corners don't turn around or don't, you know, don't play the ball. Trayvon plays the ball exceedingly well. So, yeah, I, I think it's sustainable um, to a certain degree. I mean, you, you, I'm just a firm believer you're not going to win in modern football with a dominant defense and the offense that we've seen from the Cowboys of late. And again, I mean, they did put up 50 in two of their last three games, so it's a little deceiving. But they just need to be more of a consistent offense that doesn't need the defense to create turnovers in order for them to put points on the board. And we've seen that at times this year. Uh, but in terms of this defense, you just can't say enough about it. I mean, I grew up in the Chicago area, and so I still, though I, I, I like the Cowboys and root for the Cowboys and want to see them do well because of my job, I also still watch and root for the Bears as hard as that is to do. And I, I'll tell you, yeah. Dan stop, Quinn. Stop doing that, Ari. Stop. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a big-time believer in Dan Quinn. I'd love to see the Bears hire Dan Quinn because I, I just think mm-hmm. schemes come and go. You know, we're always so enamored with, like, this guy has great schemes. That, that stuff comes and goes find you a great leader and the leadership and the things that Dan Quinn has done this year from a defensive coordinator and really just the, the influence it's had overall on this team. Um, it, it's been tremendous from Mike Nolan last year to Dan Quinn this year, it's 180 degrees. And so much of that is just the leadership, the attitude, the personnel, the buy-in, all that stuff that Dan Quinn has brought to the Cowboys here in 2021, 2022. What do you think that Dallas needs to do to avoid the upset? Is it, 
stop the run? What's the key here? Yeah, I mean, when they've when the Cowboys have struggled this year and lost games, it's because they've been out physical and so that does not play well into this matchup because this is a very physical football team. Uh, the Cowboys are probably more of a finesse football team. And so when teams have been physical with them, especially you know, against the run and on the run, offense and defense, they, they, that's been their, their biggest issue. They don't, their defense is good, but they have struggled against the run. So, I mean, that, that's the number one thing that stands out here in this game is you know, that, that outside zone that Cal Shanahan runs so successfully in San Francisco, you know, seeming has everybody healthy. They've unloaded the deck. Trey Sermon, their rookie running back, um, who spent time at Oklahoma and then, of course, at Ohio State before fighting with the 49ers. He's, he's been elevated. So, I mean, they're, like, they are full bore in terms of what they have available at the running back position. So that, that to me, is it. You know, it, it's, it's probably less, though, in terms of stopping the run as it is in their ability to run the football, the Cowboys. When the Cowboys become one-dimensional on offense, they're, they're not good. And this is a San Francisco team that runs the ball well, obviously, but they also stop the run exceedingly well. And the Cowboys' running game, the first six, seven weeks of the season was number one in the NFL by far, and they have just fallen off a cliff. And so, you know, whether it's Zeke Elliott and, and you know, the wear and tear of the years that he spent, um, or it's, it's Pollard, the footage injury that he's been dealing with. I mean, Tony Pollard's one of the best running backs in the NFL at a yards per carry basis. But Zeke still is the number one back. I'd like to see Pollard get more carries, but I think the Cowboys' ability to win this game starts with their ability to run the football. Or you mentioned uh, Dan Quinn and how good of a job he's done with the Cowboys. Now he's up for head coaching jobs here. What do you make and, and, and how do you handicap the matchup between he and Kyle Shannon? I think it's fascinating this weekend. You know, Quinn and Shanahan had the history together in Atlanta. They went to a Super Bowl together. They know each other well. Who do you give the edge to there? You're kind of matching wits here. Dan Quinn or his former offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No, it's a great call. It's such an interesting part of this. Of course, they were, you know, a lot of folks blame Dan Quinn. Many others blame Kyle Shanahan for blowing a lead in that Super Bowl against the Patriots. Um, so it, it is a really interesting dynamic here. Um, there's a lot of talk at Dallas this week about, you know, some things that maybe Dan Quinn has sort of held um, that he has not. There's a lot of talk when the offense was struggling that Kellen Moore was holding back, and it was like, well, maybe it's time for him to not do that anymore because <laughs> their offense is bad, and so they need to play better on offense. And so we've heard the same kind of thing about Dan Quinn's defense that he's been holding some stuff back. I mean, I just don't – like, I, I always think that's such a funny notion. Like, you kind of are who you are, and, yeah, you can change some things and add some wrinkles schematically, but you, you kind of have – like, you played 17 football games. You've got, you know, the things that you want to do and that make you good and those kinds of things. And, and so I, I just don't know that, like – there's this, all these smoke and mirrors that Dan Quinn could do this week to stop 
you know, that vaunted um, uh, Kyle Shanahan rushing attack. Um, look, I, I think they need to get after Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo is he's underrated, you know, especially in terms of his ability to win games. I mean, that that drive to win the game was so impressive, considering he's you know been dealing with the stun injury all year. Uh, but I, I just think you've got to you've got to get after him um, and and make him uncomfortable. The Cowboys again, they're middle of the pack in terms of runs, so they're the strength of this defense is in their ability to get after the passer and and and, and you know against the pass. Um, I think they're number one in DVOA. So, um, you know, I think that's it. Uh, in terms of who do I think has the edge, probably Shanahan because I just think offenses in the National Football League are ahead of defenses. Um, just generally speaking, I think the rules are geared more towards that. It's the schematics and the, the evolution of the game is geared more towards that. So I guess I'd give the nod to Shanahan from that regard. But I, I think that that's such a key in this game is, is the Cowboys' ability, Dan Quinn's ability to stay aggressive and, and get after Jimmy Garoppolo and, and – you know, sort of force them to run the ball because though they're good at it, I just don't know that they could win the game without Garoppolo having to make some throws. All right, I think it's fair to bring up that uh, this Cowboys team, when they go against playoff teams, they've lost almost all of them. But they've beat up on the teams they're supposed to beat up on. You can call them bum slayers if you want, and I'm sure you've heard that all season long. But one thing that hasn't changed for me is that the ceiling is sky high. It's still Super Bowl. They can go to Lambeau and win. Am I out of town stupid, or, or do you think they, they can still win the championship? No, absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting. Their, their record uh, against playoff teams is, is brought up. And look, I mean, you know, when the Eagles, and Joe could speak to this, when the Eagles were on that stretch to end the season, you know, it was a lot of like, well, they played a lot of bad teams. It's so like that, even Cowboys fans are saying that. It's like they have the same schedule, virtually the same schedule. What are you talking about? <laughs> But it's all—I mean—it's also intriguing because, like, they beat the Chargers, but lost to the Raiders, and so I mean that's as close. Like, so if the Chargers get to the playoffs, the Cowboys have a better record, but they don't. The Raiders do, and now they have a worse record against playoff teams. So it's—it's—it's it's, it's so close in that regard. Um, like, I mean, I think you, you go and look at like the Buccaneers game to start this year. Um, you know, I—I—that's I, a good gauge of if this team can play at that level in a loss, then. This team can win a Super Bowl. It's just we expected this year when the season started, guys, that this offense was going to be elite. What we saw the first six weeks of the season, that's what we expected to see all year from this team. And we we hoped that if this defense was okay, average, that they, that's a Super Bowl team right there. That's a legitimate Super Bowl team with an elite offense and an average defense. Kind of like the Chiefs when they lost to the Patriots versus when they won the Super Bowl the next year. You know, we, we kind of thought, covering the Cowboys, they were going to have that elite of a level of an offense. So it was just on the defense to not be horrible, which it was last year. It was the worst scoring defense in the history of the Cowboys. Um, and, I mean, they, they, they have done more than be average this year on defense. They've, been, they've excelled in some, in some ways. And, but the offense has really taken a back seat. And it was, as everything was going well for this offense to start the year, the play calling was dynamic. You know, the, the, the pass catchers were great. The running game was rolling. Dak was so good. It's like everything, everything unrolled after that. They couldn't get consistency along their offensive line. Their offensive line has not been good. Um, even though they are expected to have their, their, the five starters when the season started, they've only played one game together and did not play well in that game against the Cardinals. Um, we're expecting to see that, that offensive line back uh, in full health with Tyron Smith left tackle and Lyle Collins at right tackle and whatnot. But the running game has not been nearly as good. Their, their coordination, Kellen Moore, I think, has taken a major step back 
um, as teams and defenses have evolved to what he's doing. So, yeah, I, I think, like, there's some of that in them, um, you know, and, and again, they're, I mean, it's funny, they, they've scored 530 points this year. It's the most by far in the history of the, of the Cowboys. I mean, they actually, in, in 16 games, tied the franchise record at 479, and then they go put up 50, you know, against the Eagles, and so that, now they're at 530. So in some ways, it's like they just have some gaudy offensive statistics, but it's it's as if they've sort of feasted, you know, on – I mean, Dak Prescott set a single-season Cowboys record for touchdown passes. So it's like in some ways they've, they've just kind of feasted in some games and they've – you know, it's been high highs and low lows for this offense. And so if they can kind of find a middle ground here, you know, with the way their defense is played, you just got to make some plays on offense in their passing game um, – and and I think that's the key, but no doubt about it. I think the Cowboys are a legitimate Super Bowl contender, but they've got a really tough matchup here in Wild Card Weekend. Should be a fun one. It feels like the 90s again. Niners and the Cowboys in the yeah. playoffs. Ari, we appreciate hopping on. That was Ari Temkin on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Coming up on the other side... Lightning bets, our plays for tonight. Probably our first look at our picks for the weekend in the NFL. Joel, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford, Speculo Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.